so, Alex, how are you this week? I'm I'm doing fine. I don't know how I feel about this new Monday schedule, and I know that that's not going to change for at least the next six weeks because Game of Thrones takes priority to this podcast, allegedly. Allegedly. So I, welcome. I'm a little bit under the weather. Well, we could probably do it on Saturday nights. But everybody tends to do stuff on Saturday nights, so I didn't do anything on Saturday this week. But I was like not in the mood to do anything anyway, so Fair I'll just deal. I'll deal with it. It's fine. I'll, I'll give you. I'll let you guys have this thing. Yeah, we'll do it a couple times. Uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm a tad bit under the weather, so I apologize if you hear any sniffling or sneezing or if I sound a little bit nasally. I don't know where this tiny little cold came from, but. I will do my best to get over it as fast as possible, and hopefully next week I'll be back at it. It's but, that change in the weather. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. But either way, hello like and f- welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is episode 54. 54. 54. Yes. Like, like Studio 54. Oh, yes. We'll just have to throw some disco tunes in for the intro and the outro this week. If you have. Um, I'm sure I can find some. Yeah. There are... So many reasons to celebrate this weekend. I think we had. I think all of us had a pretty fun time, in general, right? Sure. Over the the holiday weekend, yeah. Right. The the two major holidays, as it were. <laughs> um, not that we really take part in one of them, but the other one was. I mean, good to have time off, spend with family, that kind of thing. A mom and mom and Zach's birthday, right? Yeah. No. Well. Oh, yes. Yeah, because okay. Zach, Zach's birthday is the one that we don't take part in. Oh no, I meant four twenty, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, so we uh, I we got to meant the- Easter. <laughs> I thought you meant Easter. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no, I, meant, I literally I thought meant- you meant Easter. I thought you meant mom's birthday in Easter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay. No, oh, I meant Easter, really and I meant Easter in four twenty. So you were wa- way really off on both. <laughs> Not even didn't get either. Didn't get either. No. All right. So we drank some beers. Um, we had a good time. I uh, made it out for Black Clouds, which is one of my favorite releases, just because everybody is so nice and they all have a good time. And are they always that nice? I've never. I don't think I've been to a Black Clouds release. I feel like all the people that get there super early for Black Clouds are well, I guess decent technically, humans. I guess technically the anniversary one was a Black Clouds release, wasn't it? Yes. So, well, that was different. Not that it's not that it's just Black Clouds, though. So, my thing is, um, the bottle shares, or the, the, the line shares at these things are just so much damn fun. Um, and that's why I appreciated being off Thursday, because... Not only did I get to go and hang out early, like Sarah dropped me off so I didn't have to drive, and then I got all torqued up. And <laughs> I Yeah, I, I want to know. That's, that's one thing <laughs> I would love to know about these line shares. Is <laughs> like, there's, it's always the same people on like a Thursday afternoon. What do these that, people do for a living? What do they do for a living, honestly? Yes. And like, I, I feel like it's... I, I don't know. It's it's like a very. I like want to know, but like I want to like guess. Like I don't want to. Right. Like, like you I don't like want to know. Some, but... of, some of them are probably like CEOs or some shit like that. Like right. Some, like some, like software like, engineers yeah, or like, like, like that. people that yeah. work from home. Some, or, yeah. I feel like, like a lot of them are. There's like a lot of them too. But a lot of them which are is, salespeople too. Like I've seen yeah. that a couple of times. Like I know, um, I'm not going to drop any names 
in particular, I don't know if these guys listen to the podcast or not, but um, like I know Bob is a salesperson. I don't know what he sells, but I know that he's a salesperson. I know a couple of the Andrews are, are like normal, like regular nine to fivers who just you know take a couple hours early on Thursday every month or whatever. Yeah, like, I know that's what Ty- that's what Tyler does. Right, he'll, he'll like duck out, but. Continue to like do stuff, which I guess is kosher, but whatever. You know, I'm not questioning people's. Yeah, I mean, if you can remote in like a couple hours a week, why the hell not? Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I can't do I'm, my I'm, job I'm, remotely. <laughs> um, I mean, I can technically, I guess, but yeah, I can't. That's not my career, right? Oh. But it's also, uh, yeah, but like you're you're in a lab. You're you're doing like you're doing testing and shit like that. Like you need yeah. to be there for it. I was, I feel like, like that. I feel like that's like a growing thing in this city, or at least from what I, maybe it's not even growing. Maybe it's just always been like that. But I remember going out on our birthday, I like took off and was just like chilling in a coffee shop. I like got my hair cut, I think. And I, there's so many people. And then we, also when we were in Boston, like it must be these big, like young cities. Like, People must be able to work remotely uh, with like everything now. I feel like we it's also there, we, like people we are being to, a little bit more adaptive of the workday with these newer companies. Yeah, like people are just yeah, whatever. Start, you know what? We're just going to just like a ton of startups and stuff. I'm sure like the culture has changed a lot, but it just amazes me how many people are just like doing like full time work in a coffee shop at noon on a Monday or a Friday. Like it's it's bonkers. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's the the way of the internet generation right so i mean it makes sense like we could do this anywhere right right like we could just throw this up at a starbucks or uh brewery brewery. or yeah yeah out on a patio somewhere like you don't need can you imagine if we walked into a starbucks (laughs) and just set up our microphone can we get three um grande uh uh, coffees please and we just we just took over like half the starbucks and just started (laughs) recording a podcast can you imagine? That would be I hilarious. can. We should do that sometime. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Um, Jake will be joining us a little bit later. He's uh, getting things back together. He's back on the West Coast. He had he spent some time in uh, the Big Apple, as they call it, Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> they uh, the the biggest and, little city in the world. Him and Andrew took a little trip there, and he had a lot of fun. Apparently. So hopefully, we'll hear a little bit about that on the podcast this week. So. We're going to have him um, tell us why he didn't do the weekly recap or the weekly review this week, too. Uh, the, for the last three weeks. I'm just going to, no, gonna have just to last atone week. for all of his sins. Yes. You know what he's going to do? He's going to write it beforehand. He's going to submit it to me for approval every week. If it's not in by Wednesday, he just doesn't get to do it. Period. <laughs> we reached a year and we just, we went off the deep end. We did. We, really did. we did. We're just absolutely like totally changing up everything I, i'm really bummed because i can't smell anything right now oh this so one's gets all, it's i feel like it smells very fruity it That's is what i'm getting out I, of one nostril but i <laughs> i honestly can't this this sucks doing this because like yeah because you're just like uh it might be good. i was watching parks and rec and um billy eichner's character is like what's I, a man without a palate yeah, yeah, that was on this <laughs> yeah, morning. Yeah. I, I watched that episode. Yeah, yeah. He's like, a man without a palate is no man at all. Ninety percent of taste, maybe ninety-five <laughs> or something like that. Oh god, that's uh, Billy Eichner. Just he's so, he just he's, gets me. He's really good in that show. He's funny. Um, I don't know. I think he's funny in general, not even just mm, in that show. Mm, mm-hmm. 
So we're drinking. Street, I love. So we're drinking Shubrew's latest pixelated IPA. Well, not latest, I guess, because the Magic Mushroom was on Saturday. But the most recent before that, which is Shoots Like a Girl. Yes. Uh, this is brewed in collaboration with Pink Boots Brew. Collaboration Day 2019. Wait. Yes, I'm sorry. No, it's Pink Boots Brew Collaboration Day. So Pink, Pink Boots, Boots Society Pink is uh, society or is a organization that celebrates women in craft beer. Hence the name of the beer. Hence the Samus on the cover. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, I love the big this. reveal at the end of Metroid is that Samus is a chick. Is a female, yeah. Yeah. So it's a chick. It's a chick. She's just this like She's super chick. badass chick. She's like, got tits. <laughs> She's a they chick. Actually, well, in, in the game, she's actually like in a bathing suit too. At the end, like that's the that was like that's the zero thing. suit Samus, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yes, I'm sorry. So you know, you know enough about Nintendo. The uh. people that listen to this <laughs> podcast are nerds. True. We have like two of my friends that maybe listen to it still. I don't know. Yeah, Trevor said that he was going to be listening to all of the, the past three weeks' episodes today. So why would? Okay, <laughs> Trevor. We love you. We um, really do. I don't know why you listen to this. I mean, I guess I can talk about that because we went we went to Dancing Gnome on Easter because they just so happened to be open. <laughs> they did. I, I wanted to go, and you guys left before I got home, so. Well, I told you we'd be over around noon, and then you No, were, I heard three. No, we were you going to. You told someone three. No, we were going. Never mind. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We, we missed you, and I apologize. Honestly, if we... Good. Yeah, this, see, this is how we need to compromise because if we go to each other's throats, this podcast will not survive. We are the backbones of this podcast. We are. I this agree. is good. I like this. From it's, what I can taste, I like it. I can't. I would. I would have to give it another try. But since this is the last can, oh well. Yeah, I'm gonna um, say I like this one. It is good. I, I really enjoyed it. It's um, it's a little bit more citrusy forward, a little bit less hazy, like soft. Yeah. I think it's got like almost a, almost like a crisp. Like a crisper IPA finish to me. Yeah. Um, I would say the only thing that I'm kind of not a huge fan of is the, like, galaxy background because I feel like it's, like, clip art. (laughs) Like, I feel like they probably just took it off, like, Google (laughs) like that. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It just (laughs) looks like... uh, Um, So Jason Shore, I think, is the guy who designs their cans. I do like the, the... that she is shooting uh, cans of beer. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. I like the pink boots that she's wearing. Yes, um, I think that's a very cool like throw. Oh, too. she has oh she has beer cans on her belt as well. Yeah, little I beer like can these. Uh, I like these uh, these little details. Um, yeah, that's uh, Jason Jason Shore who also designed the can yeah. for um, the other one that we're going to drink in a little bit. The uh, Pancake Pancake. with a six-pack. That was the one that I reviewed this week for the weekly review. Um, That one was a great beer. So a little, I I guess, uh, since we're... This was their can release, right? For this week or last week? This this one was, I think, two weeks ago. Are they not both Shrew Brew? Yeah. They are? Yeah. Okay. That one was last week. This one was the week before, I think, because Sean got them both for me up there. Um, This week's was... Magic Mushroom for 420, just as a throwback. They, they released a new glass, and I'm hoping that Sean was just joking around with me when he said that he's going to keep it for himself, and he actually did get me one, because I, I like the, I don't know, I like their I, pixelated glasses. I'm guessing he's he actually got it for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming. I don't think Sean knows how to, like, joke. 
Well, he said it. He was like, yeah, I'm going to keep it for myself. And I was like, ooh, jealous. And that's all I responded, and he hasn't and responded like, back. God, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> um, Sean's not really a big glass guy, but they were allowing you to buy two of them. So if he wanted one, he could have gotten himself one because he was third in line. That's true. Um, he also did get us the releases from Butler Brew Works on 420, Two Kind and uh, Uncle Bob's or Uncle Bud's Brownies. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting because oh, it's yeah. like a six and a half inch or six and a half percent stout. Um, so I want to see what what Butler Brew Works is doing, just because I we don't get out there very often, and he was he was kind of interested in it. So kind of cool to see um, that we can get that kind of stuff down here without you know trekking all the way to Butler every weekend and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, so we we popped into Dancing Gnome on Easter, and it was dead. Um, Understandably, right? Yes. The uh, so the biggest thing with that is like we walked up to the bar, we sat down, and Trevor and um, Zach were working. And Trevor hands me a 2017 CBS, and he goes, "Here, have some." <laughs> so like before we even got to order beers, and then we sat there and sipped on that for a minute, and we had a couple of growlers because we were filling them up for Dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> he. Uh, he goes walking back and forth a couple times, and then he stops and he goes, "Oh, did you want one of our beers?" <laughs> so we had a we had a draft, and then got some cans and hung out for a little bit. Yeah, BS with them, and uh, I just I just love hanging out there, especially when it's like a Me low too. key. Oh yeah, same. Like like Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, or, that's why you know like that's why I'm bummed because Sarah was like, yeah, that's my favorite kind of dancing numb, and I know Sarah's favorite kind of dancing numb. That's my favorite kind of dancing numb, <laughs> and I'm jealous. I think it's I think there's something to be said for that kind of experience anywhere though. Yeah, because like if you can really enjoy the place, so I I don't know. So I'm gonna disagree with you there. I feel like if you I feel like you have to go to a place at least a, a couple times. Like I feel like you have to experience it at its at like it's busy times to appreciate it when it's like at its slow times. Cause if you go somewhere and you're like, I don't know if this is like, is this busy for them? Cause like, that's kind of sad. Right. Like, yeah. I guess in that's Butler, true. You know, okay. it's like the places in Butler, we were sitting there and they're cool, but it's like, God, I wish like, I hope they like get busy. You know, it was, it was also like noon on a Sunday. Like people were still in church type of thing. So I'll give them the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. Shubru gets packed. Yeah. But, um, but like, yeah, yeah, I, I get what you, I get what you mean though. Right. It's I, I feel like you know. I don't I don't know if people are just immune to like crowds. I I'm just I'm not one for crowds. I know you guys probably aren't either. Like um, Sarah's not for sure. I am one of those people that loves. I I don't know. I just like atmosphere. I like that. I like yeah. stuff. Sometimes I like when it's a little crazy. And and you can shout over people and like have a good time and be raucous and nobody's staring at you. Yeah, like that I, kind I, of thing. I feel like it honestly depends on the setup of the brewery for me because like when dancing gnomes like that and like some like I like to go there by myself. Like I don't mind going there by myself if I can like talk to the bartenders. But I went probably like three weeks ago now and it was wall to wall packed and it. Just like I, I, I stood literally behind the tree by the office. Like I was like in the tree. <laughs> well, it's and it's a little claustrophobic in there when it gets super packed too. Yeah. 
like black clouds. Once I got the cans, we were hanging out for a draft because Sarah went in and sat down and like, I'm standing there like hovering over her at the bar and there's people like coming in behind me with their cans and they had a few different varieties of cans other than black clouds. So everybody's carrying like these big cases or three pack holders or, you know, like that kind of thing. And it gets so jammed up there sometimes. Yeah. Not to say, I mean, there's really not really a better way to do it other than to open up the garage door and say, Hey, you know what? Take your cans out and then come in the front door of the brewery. Right. But most people know the drill by now is just cut through the brewery once you're done. Um, but yeah, like black clouds, I think they did a really good job of, of balancing it with, you know, running, just getting people in and out, having beers ready, like poured that kind of thing, because they know it's a big release. They know that they're going to get the crowd. So I I don't think that they have the same, they have it down to like a science now, obviously it's not the same experience every time though. They might have a new beer come out and not know if 50 people are going to show up or 150 or 300 or whatever. So that's, that's where, but I feel like generally you're, you, you know, it's going to be big. Like I, like almost all of the like new Saturday releases, like, you know, are going to be crazy. Oh, I don't agree with that. I think the collaborations have really fallen off. Actually, you're right. Like, I agree. Um, I, yeah, borders I and boundaries. I disagree with myself now because um, <laughs> that one, what did I do? I, I didn't come Saturday, but I went Sunday when they had the, I think the Blue Sparrow one. Yeah. Yeah, that was and one that they shocked had, like, me. they still had like a ton. Because yeah. that was a great beer. Also, shout out to Luke and Jess. Love you guys. Yeah. I uh, just want to say that because we were hanging out with them. One of my friends was yesterday. like, one of my friends was like, yeah, the, the Blue Sparrow food truck was at 11th hour. I really want to try it. And I was like. Go now. They live there. I know. Yeah. It's their it permanent was like a, spot it was a, now. Yeah, it was like, a Tuesday, and I was like, I, I like, I was like, oh look, that's cool. And I like, and then I remembered that when I walked back and everything was dark. I was like, wait, because they're not open on Tuesdays, right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, that's what happened. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if you guys have not tried uh, Blue Sparrow, uh, the- or Pittsburgh Sandwich Society, or Pinot My Shawarma, or literally any of these food trucks are worth checking out at least once. Burrito Bus, I mean, uh, Burrito uh, Bus. Also, is also, if you, I feel like this this Millvale food truck roundup thing is like amazing because there's yeah. so like. Did you see that they're doing a, a taco extravaganza for Cinco de Mayo too are they? on a Sunday? On a Sunday? Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the Monroeville Expo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Kids seats start just, just eight bucks. Kids seats just eight bucks. Honestly, <laughs> the economy is shit right now because kids seats are like 14 bucks now. Kids seats just 14 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's that doesn't sound the same. Ridiculous. Right? Yeah, it does not roll off the tongue. <laughs> it does not roll off the tongue anymore. My favorite is still like the, the quote from South Park where they're like, well, you know, anything fun costs at least $8. So that's <laughs> uh, kind of how mean, you got to get it. I would love to go to one of those um, like demolition derby things at like PNC Park just for fun. Dude, we <laughs> went. But people watching is probably so insane. And it's probably like fun too. Cause that's just like, that's just wild. It is wild. They're it's just like, like driving trucks and it's like, like crashing and shit. It's like Psycho Circus or whatever you, whatever the like yeah. uh, ridiculousness, right? Yeah, like yeah, those yeah. guys that, mm-hmm. the, um, like the monster tour and all that kind of stuff. Like we went to, in high school, I remember we went to Monster Jam at, it was 
it might have been Three Rivers Stadium. Like, no, I'm sorry. It was the Civic Arena. It was the Civic Arena. Yeah. And so I, it was like me and uh, my friend Kyle and nine of our other friends. And we chest, we painted our chest to say Gravedigger. Like, <laughs> oh, and of course we like Gravedigger comes out and we all take our shirts off and immediately the, this usher comes running over. He's like, put your shirts back on. Oh my God. Uh, like, turned on for what? Right. They were very, they were very adamant about it too. They were like, if you don't put your shirts on now, we're kicking you out. Like, God, we're like, guys, dude, we're just trying to have some fun. Relax. Like we were high school kids. We weren't even like drinking or this is like literally like <laughs> blue collar AF, like chill the fuck out old white guys that work in the civic arena. <laughs> right. Come on. So uh, anyway, th- they're a lot of fun, but, uh, but yeah, that, that taco fest at the Millbell food truck park is going to be tight. I, I hope that, uh, I hope that I'm off that day and that I can just go and eat tacos. Cause Pete my shawarma is going to be there making tacos. Um, so everyone's just making tacos. Everyone's just making tacos for that day. So, but it's all the big players too. Like it's it's, it's sandwich society. It's uh, Tango. It's uh, or no, I don't know if Tango is going to be there. It's yeah. Pittsburgh Taco Truck. Um, you know all the all the guys that normally are there. Like Po Boy is going to be there making tacos. Um, Didn't I, they win that like taco off last year or something? Didn't Po Boy win? Or was it Sandwich Society? Did sandwich no, society it was Po Boy versus Taco Truck. And I think Taco Truck did win. That makes sense. <laughs> right. You would think. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> um, although I do love Taco Truck, though, too. They're a little, a little I, pricey I for what I've they are, never but they're seen, so I've good. never seen that anywhere. Really? I think they still... They, I think they're a little bit further down south. Uh, so, one thing... I, let's. You know what I want to talk about? Let's talk about the Millville Food Truck Park. I don't know if we've talked about this before. I don't think we have. Have you been down there? I have not. You haven't. I have not. Okay, I have a couple times. Okay. Um, I so I we were down there like initially when they did like a soft opening, like the fall before they officially opened. I think this was not last year, but the year before. Yeah, not last fall, but the the fall before that. It was like uh, uh, it was fall of seventeen. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, so we it was like me, I think me, Jake, and Matt went, I want to say. We need to have Matt on the podcast, I, I think. I know, we definitely do. I said that, and I'm going to speak that into existence. Yeah. So um, I, so we went, and I thought it was cool, and like they had. Um, I thought they had like 11th Hours beer truck and hot I don't know if they had, I feel like they had a tab system at that point. Oh, so that would have been that wouldn't have been the open then, because I know no, I remember the first couple not. times. Maybe we didn't get drinks. No, I feel like eh. I feel like they had the eleventh hour had the the beer truck forever. I don't. I've, it might have been Grist House. It might, yeah, it might that's, have been. The that's truck. the other thing, Grist yeah, House with the, the, the truck. truck. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But so we went, and I just remember seeing like a poster or something with like a like an artist's rendering of what it was supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been there since I think like last summer, so I'm not I'm not sure if they've like done something to this since. But I remember going and then going back like the following spring. Mm-hmm. Well, because they just opened like two weeks ago. The same. Like it looks. It's just like a gravel lot. Yeah, but there's like there's like a bunch of picnic tables in the middle. Yeah, and like awnings. But like and stuff. I feel like the poster that they we're using to like promote it in the space. Just like doesn't look anything like it now. Like it, it looked like it was going to be this like huge fancy thing with like 
all this shit everywhere and it was like nice and like designed but like they didn't I, do you maybe think it would I'm, be more like was it was it kind of like nova place like how kind, yeah kind of okay yeah which it's kind of a disappointment so that was kind of why i wanted to talk about it because i was like what the hell <laughs> I am, really I'm cool. feeling lied like, to. It, I yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. Just like it, if it wasn't gonna look, like people are obviously gonna go no matter what because there's like six food trucks and there's like music and beer. Like also, I I just don't think it's worth it because it's always like the the B or C list food trucks. Like I feel like Cousins Maine goes there sometimes and everyone like loses their damn mind and then the lines like. 45 people long and I'm not trying to do that but it's like odd like barbecue food trucks the one that I would go there for is Soakers and Suds because I still haven't tried it the donut one Sinkers and Suds Suds. yes yeah um, Soakers what a bitch (laughs) you dumbass (laughs) big stupid bitch so um, (laughs) you big bitch (laughs) whatever so yeah, that that would be like the only one because I feel like that's one that like, where would you get people to come to that? Like a, a maybe I like I know that so I know of a girl that works in Cranberry that sometimes they have like a coffee truck come Mojo up, Mocha know? right the one that has the the that was the drive in right by the right down the hill from our place was it okay. yeah I, so I, that's that's Jess and she is lovely okay um shout and out to Mojo Mocha so that um, was that's like the only that's the only I I do know of one there was I did this weird event and I saw oh another there is another truck. one yeah, yeah it's uh I feel like they follow us or Java, follow Java Jeffrey yes yeah, yeah Java yeah. Jeffrey um so yeah there's Java Jeffrey there's Mojo Mocha and then Sinkers and Suds Sinkers and Suds actually was at um, the Heinz Loft roundup the mm. one time we went. And, like, we were going to a concert or something and, like, didn't get any coffee. But I've heard nothing but great things about their donuts. They're, like, they do a bunch of, like, desserts or, like, bake like Yeah, bake I feel like every time I go to the food truck park, I'm always, like, looking for, like, Food, food, and not, <laughs> not really like dessert donuts. donuts. Yeah. Like if I want donuts, it's like a Saturday at like eleven a.m. Right, you know, like yeah, that's too late for McDonald's breakfast, but you still want. Okay, yeah. well, McDonald's breakfast is all day, so fuck you. It's been all day for like two years. Oh, come off it, or more than that, maybe. No, it's not been that long. Yeah, it has. False. Okay, we'll look that up later. Hey I'll... Siri, I'm just kidding. I'm oh, kidding. I'm kidding. You fucked it up. Um, yeah, no, I just, I, uh, it's like a cool concept, but I feel like it, I feel like it panders to like the basics of the world, like Ryan, you know, and I'm fully confident and I actually, I would say this to his face, but I'll say it on this podcast is he's not going to listen listen, to it. (laughs) I don't even know why. Is he, is this a name still on our podcast Instagram account? Cause we need to get, I don't know. It needs to get get removed because he can stay in the podcast group chat because he doesn't ever read or respond but but he he's not an owner of the podcast (laughs) sarah's barely an owner oh so yeah just because she's married to you doesn't mean she owns the podcast no you're right you're right i get you um so yeah i feel like it just panders to those people who like go to like the 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 halloween zombie pop-up bar and the christmas pop-up bar and the game of thrones pop-up bar and all the people that go to grist house to pet the dogs and drink the Kolsch. It's like, 
I don't know. It's like the people that don't really know the ins and outs of like the Pittsburgh food truck scene. You know? They're like, oh, there's a bunch of food trucks going, but like they're never the good ones. Because all the good ones have like a set schedule at all of our favorite breweries, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. So they, they have a fixed fan base. I mean, yeah, I think, right. I think is what it comes down to. I think that the, the food truck is a really cool place to get everybody together in one spot where you can like, oh, Sarah wants, this, or, you know, like ours is always like, oh, I don't want pizza or, oh, I don't want, you know, burgers, but I want like this and you can have that. And that's cool because we can get a bunch of different shit in one place. And I feel like they are getting better at like rotating people through there. Rather than just like having it be the same yeah, vibe I, every I time, it, there, there were probably some growing pains. So I'm, I would have to give it another shot. I haven't been there since, but I, I like every single time I look, I'm like, oh, there's like a barbecue place, and there's like a, you know, I feel like Po' Boy goes there every once in a while. Po' Boy does, but Po' Boy also has expanded outward. I think too, like because they go to Shubrew, and then they go to like places down in South Hills. Like they're, they're like way all over the place. So I feel like some of these trucks travel a lot more than others, but like, I feel like if you, but so if you can, I'm assuming like if you can get like a brewery and you're the only person there and you know, it's like a big, big, big or bigger name, like you're guaranteed, you're not guaranteed, but you're more likely to have like a bigger, like stream of customers and you are at like a five truck food right. truck yeah. thing. So, I feel, you know, like there's less competition. So I don't know if that factors into any of them or if it's like, I'm sure it does. Yeah. I would be interested to see like who's in charge of that and like how they're, how they're like picking these places. Also, I will say shout out to one of my favorites. They're back for the season. Um, they go away. I think in the winter, uh, the fall and the winter, uh, miss meatball. Oh, Miss Meatball's Ms. back. Ball, Miss Meatball is back. I was she like, hasn't wait. posted in like forever. So I, know, I think she. I just checked like probably a week or two ago, and I think she was at like some I don't know random event. But hopefully, we're gonna see her back out again at couch those, maybe at couch possibly. Um, um, the we I also haven't been to couch in like two months. I know. I feel we bad. We really need to go. Yeah, like I just really want to go. We have to go. Yeah, um, we have to go. I was thinking about that too. I think but, I get yeah. out early at like six on Wednesday if you want to. Oh, we go to bingo. Maybe we'll see. We'll we'll have to plan it. Out. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah. The uh. Yeah. I don't know about. I miss the couch guys. They might be. Yeah. Me too. Um. I mean, I, who knows? Maybe their beer's like incredible now. I mean, it was it was good before. Yes. Yeah, but it maybe it's like off the charts incredible now. Right. Um. Uh, n- yeah. No. I just shout out Miss Meatball. She makes like she makes buffalo m- buffalo meatballs with like blue cheese and shit. Ugh. Ugh. My God. Yeah. The, the but the menus are incredible and one that I haven't seen as frequently as I want to is bulldogs. Oh yeah. They're, they're I feel burgers. like they're only ever at grist house. No, they, they were at uh, hitchhiker a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. like they're out and about, but they're also doing events now. Like, so they do like lunch at like office buildings and stuff like that. And I think a lot of the, the, um, the newer food trucks are doing that too. Like, uh, just rolled up is a sushi. Oh my God. Food truck. What? Yeah. What? Um, so I just found them and they do like these pop-ups where they just post on their Instagram story. Hey, we're going to be here in like a half an hour. 
Oh. And then they just show up there. Like, oh, that's cool. That's actually really cool. That's fun. But um, that's also kind of annoying because that's like what voodoo does with their beer. <laughs> They're the voodoo of the food of the Pittsburgh. No, food it's not constantly scene. that. Like they they usually put like in, uh, right. enough in advance oh, okay. like where they're going to be. But it's That's never awesome. like exactly. Like, it's super cool. Yeah. Um, I will say I was at um I went to Apis probably it's probably been like a month or so. And um have you had Hoshi before? Yes. I, oh no, I've not. No, I'm sorry, okay, I haven't had so, that. But yeah, I know so who it's you're like it's about. a it's a hibachi um food, food truck. truck, which is <laughs> absurd. Yes. First off. Um <laughs> But I'm not even kidding. Like, we got food. It was, I mean, Chris went and we got our food. And I swear to God, the styrofoam container that they handed me weighed five pounds. Oh my God. And I couldn't even eat it. I couldn't even eat the whole thing. It was so large. And it was like $13. But for the amount of food that we got, like, it was insane. Yeah, this is the, the story for uh, just rolled up. Simplified menu with a build your own poke option. Oh. Oh my god! Yeah, <gasps> yeah, they do some insane food. Oh god, we have to try that. Oh my god, I need to look them up. Holy hell! Do they? Have, I wonder if they have Twitter. Great. Um, I think they do. I yeah, love sure. this. Um, I love. I just. I love food, food truck culture. I, yes, I, I love I that. I, um, I feel like we don't focus enough on that. No, it's also it's also like interweaved that. with craft beer. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. there's um one thing I will say is Luke said that he wants to come on. Oh, that would be um, amazing. After their season, so in the fall. Sure. We'll have That's them on in a couple months, but um, we'll have Luke and Jess on. It'll be a blast, I'm sure. That would be amazing. Oh, we should maybe like do a remote at their kitchen. Oh, that would be so cool. That would be fun. That'd be a lot in of the fun. bus. We bus could do podcast. The, oh, we could do the bus podcast for <laughs> bus sure. Bus podcast. <laughs> they could be like um, cooking in the background. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be a lot of fun, no, actually. we would never ask them to do that. It's not. It's not their time to cook. It's their time to. No, it's their time to take a break and hang yes. out with us and drink some beer. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that those guys are. Fun. Those guys are super awesome. They're really um, cool. If anybody else that runs a food truck wants to come on, by all means, we'll uh, we'll cater to your schedule. We'll come to you yes. if you want us to like. I I was I was very I was truck. very excited to see that uh, Gaucho has now been incorporated into the. Summer long dancing gnome uh, <laughs> schedule, dude. We had which them is crazy. When was that? there was one night that we were there and we were like, "Oh, we're going home to cook dinner." And then Trevor was like, "It's it's gaucho," and I was like, <laughs> "Damn it, <laughs> like, damn!" <laughs> or, no, like Sarah walked back. We like she went, to, she went out to the car and she came back and she's like, "Yeah, we're getting gaucho." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. Love that shit. Who doesn't love good cold cut sandwich? You know, yeah, right. Cold cut Cuban sandwich. Come on, dude. We love it. The um, we had I had the the beef like this beef cheesesteak thing. It was amazing. Like the sandwiches are just incredible. Um, okay, I I want to ask you. I feel like like my answer is totally obvious. What do you think is your favorite di- dish from a food truck? In Pittsburgh. My favorite dish, just in general? One. I mean, one. one particular item that a particular food truck makes. You have to get very specific on okay, it. Okay, very specifically. Hold on. Let me... Uh, hey, Jake. Hold on. We're Alex just asked me a question, so tune in here for a second, okay? You there? Uh, 
Yeah, I gotta hold on. I gotta pair my AirPods. <laughs> no worries. All right, so I'm gonna answer the question then. Okay, so the question is, what one dish from a food truck is my f- my all time favorite? My top, my top one. I want to just know one because just, just like, one I, of the I, best. I haven't had enough. I don't know if I could even rank a few. I only have like maybe one. I just I've I've had a couple. I mean, I've had a few. Let's be honest. I've had tons, but I can definitely rank like three or four. I, I could probably get like two. I think. Yeah, maybe two. Um, so I, I don't I don't need to go into too too much with that then. But like my favorite by far is the Cajun chicken po' boy from mm. from Pittsburgh po' boy. Like, I I was not expecting that. I know, but it's because the chicken is so perfectly cooked every time, and it's got that like super spice like. The, the sauce, the, the Creole spices, and all of it just works so well together. And I'm pretty sure if, if Sarah Gundor Head was here and said, you know, you said the same thing to her, she'd probably say the Mufaletta. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, I forgot about that. Damn. Right? that I had that when we were at the food truck park. God damn, that shit was good. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like I, The, the other ones that come to mind quickly are uh, the beef shawarma. <clears throat> Excuse me. The beef shawarma from Pita My Shawarma. Mm-hmm. I um, will. So I do like that. I I don't know. It's I don't know if it's. I I feel like it's the the spice level is very high for me. Yeah, it can almost. It's all. It's it's a little bit too much for me. I'd say. Um, I do think it's good, and I'm like I'm happy that we get such a large variety of styles of food now with yeah. food trucks. It's insane. And they're all like good. I'm not saying it's not good. Yeah. I'm just saying the spice level is very much for me. But I know you guys love them. I know Sarah loves them. So so yeah, I'd say if I had to do like top top five, let's say, right? So number one, the chicken Cajun. po' boy. The Cajun Cajun, po boy. Cajun chicken po' boy. Is that different from the chicken or is it all the same? It's all the same. All I'm the same. Pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure it's all the same. Okay. Uh, I'd say that one in, in, in no particular order after number one. Mm-hmm. Um, beef shawarma from Peter My Shawarma. Um, the chi- uh, the chopped chicken or the chopped cheese steak from uh, Blue Sparrow. Uh, that yeah, the Korean barbecue chopped cheese steak, right? That's it's the Korean cheese Korean cheese steak. Yeah, they just call it the Korean cheese steak. Yes, that was uh, the chop was the uh, sandwich society one, mm. but. Oh yeah! Oh shit! I forgot about that too. Right. God damn! <laughs> God. That one, and then the uh, after school special from uh, Burrito Bus. I I love their. Um, is that the is it the one with the the steak? The Fritos. Oh no! I'm yeah. not a big the one food. in the Frito bag. Okay. Mm. I that crunch what's the one the one perfect. This oh the SoCali from Burrito Bus is very good. Yeah. I mean my number one. Is the the chicken club from Pittsburgh Sandwich Society? Yeah. I I'm not, like I I still stand by like I don't get out much. Okay. Oh my god, I forgot about the coop. Oh fuck, <laughs> we forgot about the coop. I, I forgot about the coop altogether. Oh, I'm so sorry, the coop. Sorry, the coop. Also, if you guys want to come on the podcast and bring some waffles, <laughs> maybe some chicken. Um, no. Uh, okay, yeah, the coop. I feel like the coop is just. The coop is so good. Oh my god, that cinnamon roll waffle! Holy fucking shit! What? Seriously, one of the best things I've ever eaten. And I know it's like four thousand calories, but I do not care. Like I don't care. Number one for me, 
Chicken Club, Pittsburgh Sandwich Society. I've had it like three or four times now. Every single time, it's just as good. Yeah. Like, yeah, you I can't cannot go wrong with they're, that. They're consistent. It's one like I think it might be the best meal I've ever eaten, let alone like a Pittsburgh food truck. Like, and I stand by that. <laughs> and like I uh, like, there's a disclaimer. I don't really get out much. I don't really travel much. I don't really get to eat like yeah. A like we're of, not like, eating at Lamont, amazing food. Like, but like I was in I was in New York and I had like a I had some tacos at this taco place and they were like nine dollars a piece. And, and they I should got, be like, feeding them to them. you. And, yeah, yeah, and I like they. I was like, I can get better tacos in in Pittsburgh off of a truck. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that I mean, uh, the uh, the Mufaletta. What else am I thinking? So Cali. There was another. Oh, there was another one. Fuck. There was another one I had. Damn it. Um. Was it? Uh, I don't know. Bulldog's cheesesteak is pretty fucking fire too. I think it was. I think it was the Korean cheesesteak from uh, from Blue Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. No, Bulldog's cheesesteak is fire. Um, and then the chop uh, the chopped cheese from Pittsburgh Sandwich. Yes, that shit was so good. Yeah, that shit was so good. We Incredible. went there. We went there the one day after we've been drinking that. just for that, and yeah. we left. That was it. Like we went to Grist House because they were there. We got food and just dipped we didn't out. even, didn't get, even get a beer. Wait, maybe we did get a beer. <laughs> we I think we I did think get we a beer because it was like a fifteen minute wait for food yeah. because there was a line yeah. out the door. <laughs> I, but I would have waited longer. Oh, honestly, yeah. oh my god, Sandwich yes. Society has my heart for sure. Like try, like just uh, go out and try these places because like there's they're so worth it. Like I, I will chase these guys down. Though. Like some of the stuffs kind of expensive. And I've, but I've you can only basically spend the same amount at Wendy's, or oh yeah, or or Sheets or something. Like yeah. I, I routinely walk out of Sheets dropping like twelve, fifteen dollars. Like I did the same thing. I went to Get Go yeah. for lunch the other day. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I didn't have anything at home, yeah. so I just stopped at Get Go real quick. I spent eight dollars on a sub, uh, a bag of chips, and a monster was like twelve fifty. Yeah. Like, are you mm-hmm. fucking yeah, kidding me? They're not cheap. Yeah, and it was good. Are. Don't get me wrong. Like, like Gecko's food is pretty fire. Yeah. But. They're, yeah, their stuff is good. But, like, I, if, if I can go to uh, the takeout, yeah. the um, the place that Sandwich Society sells out of, and yeah. spend 10 to $12 on their food, right. I'd rather do that. Right. That's much better. All right, guys. Let us welcome Jake to the podcast. Um, <laughs> he's been sitting here for, like, 10 minutes listening to us rage I've on been about here. food truck. Um, my... <laughs> My, uh, what I would add to this conversation is, um, just to make this more, uh, more encompassing of a a broader audience. Oh, go on. Um, food trucks. I I feel uh, like, what would you say that you guys are most excited about when you see food trucks elsewhere other than Pittsburgh? I know that like, there's not a ton of like traveling that goes on, but you guys have been places that have had food trucks and we've been to like different, you know, cities and gone to breweries and stuff that had food trucks. Like what's your number one thing that you're looking for in I, terms of food truck food, or are you trying to find something new every single time? I like to find something new every time. That's, that's my outlook. Like um, when we went to Treehouse, is the perfect example because that, that, that grilled cheese food truck I don't even like grilled cheese. I have no interest in grilled cheese whatsoever, but I saw their menu and I was like, well, fuck, give it to me. You know, like that was, or that was like, just, I feel like we could expand to like brewery food. Cause like, I can't, yeah. I can't say how many, like, I don't know how many places, like cities I've been to with breweries and like that have food trucks. Like, I feel like it's like a big thing here, but 
There's I a lot of say. food trucks everywhere, though. I think that's that's just a generic. Yeah, but I feel like other cities have like, I don't know. They're just like posted by like the beach or something. You know, like they're not like at actual brewery. I don't know. I, I, I don't try again. I don't travel much. So, uh, well, I mean, I know we know Trillium does. Treehouse does. Um, like the the major players definitely. I think are are kind of. Uh, embracing that culture because I think they go hand in hand. Honestly, I, I, I like to search out new things. I like to search out stuff that I know I'm going to like because I don't want to be dissatisfied if, I, if it's the only thing that I'm getting from them. Cause like if I never go back and I got a burger that was one of the best burgers I ever had, then great. But if I got the, um, you know, the Cubano sandwich that has uh, their house made mustard on it and I don't like Cubanos, then I know that I'm not going to enjoy the meal why the hell would I do that? You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know. I think I, it's, it's definitely I, a phenomenon that you see with, with younger and less established breweries is the, is the not, not having food because it's, I don't think that that that's ever, I, I I'm, it's a choice, you know, it's a choice that they make early on, right. To not have food because it's, I'm sure that it's very expensive. I'm sure that it adds a, a different element of regulation to what you're doing that, a lot of people just don't want to have to put up with. This is true because you know, they, um, they have to. You have to go like into you know all of the issues with health codes and all of that. Like you know you can't be necessarily dog friendly in some places with food around and 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 all of that as well. And I think that it's just flat out cheaper, and you don't have to come in with a staff to to build a kitchen right away unless you know expand into a different location or or whatever it is, but. Yeah, um, one that we see locally here is East End right now. They're they're going through that transition where they used to be dog friendly and they used to be uh, beer only and with food trucks or beer only and that's it. Um, they're building a kitchen now and they're going through these growing pains of expanding and, and building up that cost to make it be like better for the community and like reaching out to, hey, you know what, come in, sit down, have a full meal, you know, get 15, 20 people at a table and make, you know, get everybody ordering and all that kind of stuff. That, that it's a big expense. It is. And some people can handle it and some can't, I think is the other thing. Yeah. Like well, Cinderland's was well over prepared to be a food centric brewery. Right. Yeah. Like I, I feel like you both can agree with me on that. Oh, absolutely. From the start, they were pumping well, that's, out that's one like of the places, very, that's the- uh, like I don't know how much they prepared for this in advance of their opening, but either they got some good people to cook and just start cranking out good shit, or this was a long, long time in the making. It was, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting because you have to, you know, if you if you start a kitchen, you have to make friends with. And convince somebody that it's worth their time to be your head chef or, or head cook or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, because, you know, maybe some people are, are fine with where they are. Like a lot of these places, uh, you know, Cinderland's for example, and you think when I think of, you know, some of the bigger, the bigger breweries have, a lot of them have food and, and, uh, a restaurant and stuff, even like Penn brewery has a kitchen, um, I'm thinking of places. I'm thinking of places in California and up here in Oregon. Like there are a lot of places that have food on site, and 
it's difficult to find somebody who, you know, meshes well with what you're trying to do as a, a brewer. Like I'd imagine that if we talk to a head brewer somewhere or an owner at, at a, at a brewery and, you know, one that doesn't have, a a kitchen and one that does, you know, they would, I'm sure that they would both say like, it's all about how well does it fit? And, and there's, there are so many other constraints, right? Like you, you think about the amount of space that you need for something like that. Like, you know, the amount of, I guess, creativity and, and the amount of like uh, cooperation that goes into, you know, what the, the head brewer and the head chef want to do in terms of, you know, marrying flavors and things like that, that's extremely important. And if one of them doesn't go well, the whole place just kind of is kind of just like, Oh, well, you know, maybe they have good beer, but we don't really like their food and we'll go somewhere else that has, you know, maybe less good beer and better food. I mean, there, there are so many things that I would, I would imagine go into that, that decision early on. Right. Uh, Aside from the fact that you need to have a big enough space to have a kitchen, you think, you think about like how, how well are, is this relationship going to be or going to uh, be perceived from, I guess, you know, your audience of people who are coming into your brewery and ordering food, right? Because I've gone to breweries and had food and I'm just like, this food is garbage or like it's just they don't have that many options or it's boring or something like that. And that's, that's what I think Cinderland's does so well is that everything that they make, it's, you know, it's pretty much bar food for the most part, but it's like high end bar food and they... They yeah. knew early on what they wanted to do. They stuck to their plan, and they just keep putting out new and new and better dishes. You, I think. Do you think that? I feel like some. Of, <laughs> I I I've liked some of their food. I feel like some of their food is just so weird. Like it's so weird. It's yeah. so strange. Like the um the French toast that I had was like I don't know. I feel like they're trying so hard to be like cool and edgy. But sometimes it's, it's like it's upscale bar food is is exactly yeah. how you like, describe it's like it. Weird, but like, it's like weird upscale bar food. It's like I don't know. But I like, just think that it's interesting. It's different. It's di- it's different than I feel so like many they, places. They take, but they do take like a, a lot of risks with like beer styles and stuff like that. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I'm I like, think it, I think I, it's just I, their like I I yeah like I I I am a ride or die as someone in 2008 would say for Cinderlands. Uh. But do you like? Do you actually th- do you actually think that people would hire like that? Someone would hire a chef who wasn't like fully convinced on like the theme. Like, don't you think that people are more like calculating than that? Yeah, I don't. At think least that initially, it's like, I don't be know. Like if, a, I don't know. No, that's that was the whole, I don't that think was my like, whole point is like the, there's you're not just going to hire somebody off the street to to be your head chef. Like, I think that there's there's a lot that goes into deciding who, who has like the vision that, that, you know, matches kind of what you see for the food in your brewery. Right. Like as a brewer, a lot of these people aren't, you know, maybe they've worked in the, in the service industry before and stuff and they've, they've had some experience, but they're not, I, I, I can't imagine that there are any head brewers out there that are chefs themselves aside from, you know, maybe cooking at home and stuff. Well, and you're, you're but you're marrying two creative like extremes, right? Well, not extremes, but I mean, two sides of the same coin, really. You have food experimentation. You have beer experimentation. That's exactly what you want in a craft brewery that also is a restaurant. 
Um, I don't think that we see that enough in Pittsburgh, but you get that with like Church Brewworks. You get it with like Penn Brewery. Like they're those ones are that's very full, like that's a fully realized concept there. Yes, that's what I'm and saying. And I feel like, like I feel like you don't. I I, I like I, I think that's probably the result of of just the craft beer boom in general. Is like if you want to like get out like at, like and you want to start and you just want to start making good beer and cranking out good beer like. I feel like the restaurant side of things just like bogs you down. Yeah. Because you're obviously going to get shit for like the service, for the food. Like that comes with any restaurant ever. Like some white person somewhere is going to hate you, you know, and they're going to write a Yelp review. <laughs> right. And it's always white people because they don't, they think that they rule the world. I mean, they basically do, but <laughs> that's where our political podcast on Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> It's only Monday. It's only Monday. Calm which down. is our noon, our, apparently our new night for the for the podcast. So but, I'll say this, I guess, to just kind of wrap up this discussion. It's way easier to introduce, you know, a good tap list or something to an already established restaurant than even to start a brewery with a restaurant and have it have it come out and be very successful. I think. Yeah. No, I can agree with that. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I don't. And like that's that's almost like you know calling the kettle black stating the obvious because it's yeah because you know it's easy if you're a restaurant that's already successful to to find the best local beer and stuff like that and you see that you know you could run off 500 different restaurants even like you think about pittsburgh i think about up here it's the same same kind of deal where yeah you have restaurants and good and good places to you know go eat and stuff and they have a really good tap list and that's the thing they get to be selective as a brewer you make what you make and you have to sort of curtail what you're producing from the kitchen to to mesh well with that yes yeah i I can i can see where you're going with that so um in that uh to to wrap up there i think um we just cracked the shoe brew and cellar works collab right um alex you want to talk about this one for a second also a new brewery to the podcast is cellar works right we've never had anything from them on the actual podcast. So I was really excited to get my hands on this one. Sean got a couple of them for me. So wanted to share this with Alex. It is a golden stout. I, yeah. I, um, I don't know what golden stout is. Can someone explain? Is, uh, that, is that like what, um, what Spoonwood does that the one that Jake talks about all the time, the coffee one that's like white. No, that's absolutely, actually an ale. Absolutely outrageous beer. It's the craziest you beer never, I've ever tried. I know. You never shut up about it, and I still need to try it. Look at the color of this beer, though, Jake. That's a stout. Is that, it's supposed to be a stout? A stout. That's a stout. A stout. Do they have, any, do they have a description a of, of what it's made with on the can? Yes. Because I'd be interested to... They do? Yeah. It's an ale brewed with maple... Oh, you mean, like, not adjuncts? Like, actual, like... Like the, the hop malt and malt fills? I don't think it has it on there, but... The, the so a golden stout is basically like the malt bill has to be completely different to uh-huh. to get it to come out this color because it yeah. looks like uh, like a cider right? like I mean it looks like yeah, an apple you, cider. You'd like, only need right. You'd only need a, a very small amount of like chocolate hops or hop not hops sorry malts. chocolate malt yeah to or or darker malts. To get it to be super dark, like 
So you know, if you added, if you added like, one, you know, one one hundredth of your malt bill was a darker malt, it would be even darker than that. I would, I would guess. Yeah. So I assume that the the style, and I don't know enough about this to be con- uh, completely accurate, is I feel like it's more of a like a wheat um, or like an oated stout instead of like a dark malt stout, right? So it, it's brewed with oats and like lighter grains, but still has a fuller body, like a, like a heavier stout would. This one is wild as far as the taste goes. I, <laughs> Go on, Alex. I want your review because my review is already up on the page. Yeah, I... I, I don't like this at all. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. I, I do. I will say like no tea, no shade. Again, I am sick and I can't get uh, like the full all flavor the flavors, yeah. but just like the, the sensation going down, like it's very, it's very harsh to me and I don't like that. And I do, I get some of like the maple, and I, I just, I, I don't, I, I feel like these adjuncts would be so good in like a regular stout and I like just want them to be used in a regular stout. Like I understand like trying, branching out like trying new beer styles, but like I, if, I don't know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> like, See, I, I've always uh, been, I've always been completely like taken away with a, a stout that comes out this color. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I can't wrap my head around it other than to say that it is still a, a heavier beer. It's also yeah. 10% alcohol, which really relates in this beer. I think it's just so boozy, but yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm not really, there's also, my question I question like there's a lot bigger, like how close to, how close to a, a typical stout is it in terms of being like true to style, you know, like that what, what be, are the characteristics? What are the characteristics of a stout that you think that that beer that you're producing right there relates to that enough to call it that? Is what I want to know. Because when I think of a stout, and you know, I, I don't know all of the characteristics or if they even define like how it should be or what it should be. It's almost like a hybrid. Right, like I would say, I would call it a hybrid stout, or what? What do they call it? A golden stout? Yeah, it's a golden stout, is what they what the can says anyway. But like, I understand what you so, mean. And right, if I had known, stouts that, are like, almost almost specifically defined by dark malts. So if you're not using dark malts, can you even call it a stout? I mean, honestly, can you even call it a stout? that's a, you know, I think that's a different topic. Is like, I'd like is, to know uh, what the a misno- like misnomers in beer. Like, we could have had this conversation, and I would love to have Sarah come on, come on and talk about Easter End and how they tore her a new one for calling calling them out. Right? Was it? Wasn't it East End? Yeah, it was East End. But yeah. they, yeah, they're something hmm. like that. Like call well, something I'll never even, talk. But also, like no, I don't think any of their beer. I don't think that's any a different of their story though. Because if it didn't taste like a Belgian, but they brewed it like a Belgian, that's just not you know. That's just poor execution. Well, it's not, it's uh, not but also, were, if it's, it's mislabeled, it something that it's not. If it's mislabeled, don't bash your consumer either. Like, yeah, like, but if but that's the thing. I don't think that it was mislabeled. I think it just didn't taste like a Belgian. They just brewed it poorly. That's I think yeah. that is I think one drawback of all of these brewers being on social media is that sometimes you you 
you let your emotions get the best of you and you kind of like let that dictate. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. And I feel like you are allowed to be as emotional as you want, but like you're still running a business, you know? And I feel like you have to be discreet in some le- on some level. I think, and I like think that there's courteous. a time and place for your professional online presence and your personal online presence. Yeah. Right. Like I have two very different personas when I'm at work and when I'm at home. There are, I am not the same person, right? Like, that's just how it goes. I have my customer service voice. I, think I have we, I my, like we all are. I have yeah, my I, personal. On some level, but yeah, I mean, clearly you work in sales, so. Right. But I mean, the thing it. is with that, the, so the biggest thing is there's not a, I don't know that I have a base to go on. Like, I don't know if there's, if anybody just brews a straight up golden stout with no adjuncts, with no, other motives in mind to, to base it off of, because like you can yeah, go and get true. like, you can go and get a, a um, Imperial stout from founders, right? Like that's, that's a style Correct. and it's, it's no adjuncts. It's just bare bones. This is a stout. Yes. I don't know that anybody makes a golden no, stout that's that way. That's, you know what that's, I mean? a, that's a fair point. Yeah. So, I feel like, I feel like we're kind of critiquing this whole style. What, you know, what's a, what's in a style, you know, as <laughs> right. Shakespeare said, you know, what's in a deer style, right? You know, um, to tri- uh, blah, 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 blah. I never yeah, I, I, I would say like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah. It's, it's a different, I don't, I don't, I'm like 99% sure I wouldn't like this even if I wasn't sick. So yeah, I, that's, I, that's okay. Also, I just, the can is just not really giving it to me as much. So, so funny story about that. Um, I posted it on our Instagram and I'm sure Jake, you've seen it. Um, Nikki commented. Who's Nikki? Your friend. Oh, yes, correct. Right? Um, <laughs> she picked up immediately on the fact that this is a reference to Ren and Stimpy. And there's a character called Powdered Toast Man. Oh, okay. Right? All right. Clear- she, okay, then clearly I'm missing. Right. So, uh, so there's a character called Powdered Toast Man. And the artist, Jason, actually commented on our post as well. Thank you, Jason. Um, <laughs> so... The that was what he was going for was to to reference okay. Ren and Stimpy because right. this okay. is all right, all the right. font is actually Ren and Stimpy's okay. font. That's right. I I thought it looked familiar and I was right. like this looks okay. So right. that's very cool. To that me. is cool. Okay. And I, is, I didn't even like put the two together. I feel like that's so, like that's so subtle. That, it like, is. It's like very, that's like pull that's like pulling from the depths of pop culture from right. like. <laughs> The 90s. But, like, like Nikki, Nikki commented, and she was like, the only reason I picked up on it is because I dressed as it as Halloween for, like, a couple years ago or whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so... She would, though. She's the one that... She's she's one of the, the people that would, like... We need to have, have her back. Odd. We should. I, 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 I feel like we, we need to have her back. Yeah. Just um, to, like, bullshit and get drunk. Right. I'll have her husband drop her off and pick her up. <laughs> but, yeah, she, she is uh, a great time. But she was like, yeah, I always appreciate a Powdered Toast Man reference. <laughs> And I was like, that's a damn good eye, because I Googled it. Yeah. And I was like, Do you remember it? I remember the character after seeing it. Okay. But like I it didn't put I didn't put yeah, the two yeah, and two yeah. together. No, I, like, I, I would never have I would have just been like, why is this so stupid looking? But I'm <laughs> Yeah, sure so it. she goes, I dressed up as him for Halloween a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's so it's just, crazy. It's just I, I bet no one I bet no one at the party knew who she was. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like it she's uh, she, I love her so much. She's so amazing. Um okay, yeah, so I feel like uh we're getting like sort of close to the end and I, I thought uh a good way to wrap it up uh 
was Nick found a tweet a little bit earlier. Yeah, so this is a trend that's been happening on Twitter for the past probably four or five days anyway, called your hashtag beer bio. So we're going to run through these real quick for each of us. Just first first thing that pops into your head. We didn't really think about this or talk about it beforehand. So um, just like the entire literally, podcast. Yeah, literally the entire podcast. Um, Jake, you got the text message, right, with uh, the list in it? Yep. Do you want to go first? Sure. Right. Um, okay, so the, the I'll run through the questions really quickly, and then I'll give my answers. Um, number one is favorite style. Two, what what you won't do for beer three, what you love about craft and what you dislike about craft. Now I will um, say favorite style, just say what your, what your favorite is currently. Like yeah. What that, you really that was one. That was one we thought like, we've already talked about this. Let's kind of, let's kind of like keep it in the present for right now. So, okay. Um, yeah. So I would say right now, probably, still hazy IPAs. Um, I know that that's such a, a millennial and, and like that, is, that is number one right now. I bet if you ask at least half of the people that you'd ask in, in better into craft beer would answer that right now. Um, number two, what you won't do for beer. I'm, I'm really done with waiting in ridiculously long lines, even for releases. I think that you can, the the beer trading culture has kind of like turned me off to sitting in line behind a bunch of idiots who woke up at 6am just to get a beer that they they don't know what it tastes like. Um, what you love about craft. Um, I would just say the, the, the community that it creates and, you know, there are a lot of people that I don't like at craft craft breweries, but you know, I've met some cool people, uh, you know, I've worn, I've worn stuff from Pittsburgh or, from Oregon and I've, I've been, you know, approached by people in other States and other sides of the country who are like, Oh my God, you've been there. You've done this, blah, blah, blah. Like it's really cool to be able to talk to pretty much anybody, especially the people who work in craft. Um, they, they do a really good job of like just doing their homework and like getting to some of these places. And, and, you know, there's, there's a lot of like trading and stuff that goes on. If you talk to anybody from dancing gnome, even if you look at like a couple weeks ago and we had them on the podcast, they, they were all talking about how they, you know, they know of all the places in Denver and down South and all that kind of stuff, which I think is cool. And then the last one is what you dislike about craft. I don't, I really dislike, and I'm not sure if I've ever really brought this up specifically on this podcast. Um, I hate the ridiculous amount of inconsistency that there is from brewery to brewery and from beer to beer. Uh, because you can have, I've had some of the best beers I've had at craft breweries. I've had by far the worst that I've ever had. And it seems like it's, it really is just like, I, I'm, I'm one of those people who tries to get something new every time I go to a brewery or, you know, I try the, I try, you know, the IPA or something that I'm, I'm thinking will like be a good baseline for how good the brewery is at actually brewing. And then I'll try to find something that's a little bit funky. And there are some, some breweries that just make absolute garbage beers. And I really don't think that we need to just praise every, every brewery for every beer that they we make. Don't. And I get that. No, they, we I don't. Agree. We that literally was, don't. And I, that was really fucking poignant. Honestly, I feel like we, I feel like we need to, I feel like we should have like 
we should definitely that's not table to say, that. And I that like I feel like that's a very good discussion that we could get into, and I feel like we could. Get that's some not examples. to say that they don't put a lot of you know, and I appreciate all the effort that they put into it, but like. There are times where, you know, if I don't do my job, I admit it. And I'm like, hey, like, I fucked up. Like, and, and people broke have two to, of their legs. At, like, no, I, I'm just, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and I've made mistakes. No, that's actually, that's a really good have, you know, point. They don't have to come up. They don't have to come up and say, like, oh, man, like, this was, you know, you know, you want to promote it. You need to sell it, obviously. But, like, yeah. you need to – I think you need to be, like, self-reflective as a, a brewer and people who work in, in the industry and, and be like, hey, like, this wasn't good. Or, like, this isn't up to our standards or something. Yeah, and, I feel and, like – you know, I feel make like, it better the next time. I feel like brewers I, – I don't follow a ton of brewers that are, like, vocal on social media. I'm sure Nick follows at least a few. I follow a couple, yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like it, you – I feel like they could be a little bit more vocal about, like – what they're willing to change as much as they are vocal about calling out like big beer. Like maybe, I, I maybe, think my to, favorite. maybe be like introspective a little bit of the time, you know, like we all love to sit here and like, like rag on big beer. I don't, I don't really give a shit. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, we're not wholly invested in this industry. We do this podcast, you know, we talk about this all the time and, but like, I'm, I like, I, I'm still gonna go. I'm still gonna go and drink like six Miller Lights if I'm getting fucked up one night. Like I'm not not buying this beer, and say what you want about that, but it's like sometimes it's like we get it. Like we get it. It's like they're the big players. Like they're 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 doing random shit. You know whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Like right. It, you know. And I, I feel like we can devote like a, a whole conversation to that I, as yeah, well. I think so. Yeah, um, I, we definitely need to. But so. I will say, so like you said, like I think a lot of brewers realize when they make mistakes and whether or not they have to be, whether or not they are vocal about it is totally different from whether or not they have to be right. They, they don't have to do anything. If they want to put out shitty product after shitty product, they're going to do that because if they're selling it and they're still making money, then uh, it doesn't matter. Then then big beer wins kind of thing, you know, but I will say, Jake, that I, I think your your point there is really well stated. Um, yeah, I'm like not surprised. everything I is good. Not, not everything is good. No, and right? I, and like I, it's yeah, and, and I, that's, I, think that, I think I think that, I think that go, like I I feel like I don't want to say any more of this because I, I feel like we could all like think about this for a week and like come back next week and we'll have like a full blown conversation about it because yeah. I I immediately have thoughts about that. So I feel like we could probably table that for now. Yeah. So Jake, thank you for bringing that up. We'll yeah. um, we'll have to put that in the note for next Jake, week. Jake, gold star this week, you <laughs> bitch. <laughs> All right, so uh, Alex, you want to go next? Yeah, let me go. I'll go. So my so my favorite style. Summer's coming up. You know, I feel like this might be next right now too. I feel like we are gonna have like very similar <laughs> answers for this. Uh, my favorite style right now is a session. I love the sessions that I've been having recently, uh, including Ghost City. I knew Nick, I'm pretty sure Nick was going to say the same thing and was going to mention Ghost City, but I'm going to say it first. That's why I wanted to go first. Fuck yeah. Um, I love a set. I love a session. I love a session. Give me a session in the winter. I don't give a shit. Like, we're drinking IPAs in the winter anyway. I want something that I can pound all the time. I, and they're, they're so easy. They generally stick around a lot. I feel like I said that last week. Like, People aren't really buying, like, they're buying all this, like, fancy double shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, no one's like, oh, it's a it's a 4% beer. Like, how how good's that going to be? 
But then they come out with one, like, Go City, that's, like, 4%, and it's so fucking good. Like, love that. Yeah. Um, so, next, what you won't do for beer. At this point, I will not buy beer on eBay or buy beer over Instagram. You know, I, I told you. I told you we were going to have the same answer. Fucking I asshole. told you we were going to have the you, same answer. I, all right, I have another Our cycles have synced. I said that. How many times <laughs> do I have to say that? We're together so often. Fair enough, know, fair right? enough. All right, uh, okay. What, okay, I want to go off another point that Jake said um, before. What I love about craft beer, for us specifically right now, is that I feel like we've all kind of been traveling a lot recently, and the craft industry has introduced us to people who know breweries all over the country <laughs> and can recommend to us when we go there to get like the best shit. Like holy Mountain. I I'm not even kidding. Like <laughs> I the Thursday before I left for New York, or the, maybe the weekend before I went to New York, I sat there and I was like, hey Trevor, like do you have any like um do you have any like brewery recommendations like when I'm up in New York? It's like I don't pay attention all the time to like what we're talking about here, you know, like it, there's a lot, there's a lot of names yeah. that get thrown around. So, and he literally like, he, he like printed out a sheet of like receipt paper that was like a foot long and starts writing down like, <laughs> all of these breweries. I love that because we always know where the good shit is. Like, That's the if thing. We're like, going to these cities. I'm so glad I have his number because I can just be like, Hey Trev, I'm in yeah. Columbus. Where the fuck do I need to go? Exactly. And, and he's he, going to go he say, know, like he he's going to say, go see Steve at, at Wolf's Ridge. He's yeah. going to say, ask about, uh, uh Johnny at, uh, you know, wherever. Like that's the thing. Like, they're they're so willing to share their knowledge regardless. Yeah. It's not again, it comes back to I've said this every week for the past like three weeks. It's collaboration, not competition. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you feel like you're part of something. Yeah. Um, and the last one, I honestly, I'm going to skip the last one. Cause I, I feel like I, I bitch so often that you guys know what I don't like about co- the craft beer industry. <laughs> Go ahead, Nick. All right. Fair enough. So Alex took You're the cop to- out <laughs> fucking way. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> I try. I All right. So as Alex said, my favorite style right now is session. I'm going to, I'm going to be a little bit more specific and say session IPAs because session pails and session, um, Ales aren't really doing it for me right now. It's really just the Session IPA. Um, it's clean. It's crisp. It's a very awesome like representation of the style of IPA because you have to be so specific about making it an IPA, right? Because you're still making it the same style. It's just it's not losing that flavor because you're losing percentage of alcohol. So that's that's my two cents on that one. Um, my next one is, uh, what, what you won't do for beer. I will not pay a markup for anything online. Uh, I know you said, I'm not going to go to eBay. I'm not going to go to Instagram. What I'm saying is I will not pay a markup. If you're, if you're shipping it to me and you, you're selling it to me for face value. That's it. I'm sorry. Like, I understand there is a secondary market for beer. I will not pay the markup. If I'm trading with somebody, I'm not giving up more than what I what I want to see. And I will tell you the perfect example of this. I was in line for Black Clouds. 
Oh, I I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna take no, a no, sidebar no. when Jake was talking about standing in lines and like listening to all the people in the trading <laughs> market. But let me let me just get through this because some magic came out. It's a, a collaboration that Voodoo did. It was a twelve ounce bottle of a stout. Okay. Bob goes to his car and comes back with a bag full of beer. He had not only uh, I'm sorry, no, I'm, uh, let me let me say that differently. He had six bottles of BCBS. Okay, let me let me run down the list here. So it was 12, 13, and 14 BCBS, regular stout, right? He had a 16 vanilla BCBS, an 18 vanilla B- BCBS, and an 18 coffee BCBS. He got all six of those bottles, three of which are 16.9 ounce, three of which are 12 ounce. He got all six of those bottles for one bottle of Voodoo, some magic. He traded one bottle for six. I'm not doing that. What? Yeah. Yeah, the Come dude... on! I, I mean... That... Okay. There was uh, also, no lube involved. There was no lube involved. <laughs> there was just straight just, penetration. Um, just, he just got so, fisted. All right. He just uh, got dry fisted. <laughs> dry fisted. This okay. guy. Th- this guy. This uh, guy. No, no, no. So, so, all right. My, my next one here. Let me... Because uh, we're, getting, we're getting to the end of this podcast. Yeah, we are. Uh, number three. So what, what you love about craft. Um, I want to say... I love meeting new people who are as passionate, if not more passionate about it than me. That's, that's my, my answer to that. So I've met some really cool people in these circles and online and whatever, and they all seem to be just as happy with drinking the beer as I do for the most part. Like some of them are like, Oh yeah, I traded blah, blah, blah for the blah, blah, blah. You know, but most, at, I at feel the end like of the generally day, those are the people that are like at line, like at, like line chairs. It's yes. not really like we're not really conversing with them like on social media. No, no. I mean, I maybe I am a little bit more than you guys. Uh, yeah, more, but, but I feel like that's not. But that's not how we meet people in these circles. It's always like face to face. It's always like real life interaction. Like, Hey, you know, we're not standing around on our cell phones, scrolling Twitter in line. We're actually talking to each other. We're saying, Hey, what did you think of that? What does this taste like? What does that taste like? You know, that's, that's what I love about it is it's a, it's a real life interaction. Yeah. Um, my, what I dislike about craft. Um, is there anything in particular? So I, I, I mean, it goes hand in hand with what I won't do for beer is I dislike taking it away from the brewers. I dislike when people take away the I think that's one of the best from points the that we've come to on this is like it's not your business. Right. Like don't like don't don't act like you're doing the world a favor. Like these people don't want you to do that. As much as you, as much as you're cool with them, as much as like you say hi to them and they say hi to you and you're in the brewery and they're cool and you know like they, they give you beer and stuff and you give them beer they, like they see you they on the Facebook page posting that they you don't, have they don't want you to they want the people they the reason they opened this up where they did is because they want people in that area to enjoy the beer that they're making you know yeah and you know they want it to be as fresh as possible. Or at least I I would hope they would. 
Right, I but I mean, I also the, like, the other thing there is there's there's no you're taking away their profits by presenting an option for people who don't come to the brewery, right? Like, if you're making a hundred dollars on a four pack of Black Clouds, number one, it's a twenty six dollar four pack. Twenty six dollars. If you're selling it for a hundred dollars. That's a four hundred percent markup. I'm not paying more than. Uh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say this before. Like, I I think if it's your friend and someone's getting it for you, and you want to like chuck them like a five or something for grabbing it for you, that's fine. <laughs> like, you know, that's uh, that's not that's not really a markup though. It's just you being like, hey, thanks. Here's a solid. Or so, yeah, or here's a beer that I get that you won't be able to get. Right. Like, like trades yeah, are okay. Beer, one like, for one. You know, but whatever. like or I mean monetarily, you don't even have to say you don't have to say monetarily, but I would say at least don't be a dick about it. <laughs> this is the moral of this. Story. Well, I'm gonna say, and I just want to disagree quickly. I know that we're coming to the end here. Um, I think that it's it's not so much that you're taking away from the profits of the brewery, but you are profiting off of somebody else's creativity and excellence. Jake, there it <laughs> Two is. Two gold stars. There it is. Two gold stars today. You That's have really, the- you really dug deep coming in, in the clutch at the end here, giving it to us here. That's basically like, uh, the it is it is it really is it's 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 like it's, it's like it's, plagiarism almost. it is it, it kind of is. it's you know, plagiarism it's, it's, it's the Louvre like, you know but displaying it's, a fake Mona like, Lisa it, the like, people like I I wish it's not even the people that are selling it because clearly there's a market for it right it's the people that are buying it that I want to talk to like girl go to your local brewery unless you live in like the middle of fucking nowhere Kansas Omaha. or something it's like Maybe there's not good craft beer out there. Maybe you want to get, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's circumstances There's good that craft I'm sure. beer everywhere. That at this point there's good craft beer everywhere. Or within Drive a within a, hours, yeah, like, or, I can't imagine the people in rural Kansas are looking for good craft beer. No. If you're a craft beer aficionado, aficionado. Like you you live close enough to these places, like no one just automat no one just like m- miraculously becomes a craft beer aficionado, like in the middle of nowhere, like bumfuck nowhere, America, right? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> you're in a big city, you have options, you know. So, but yeah, yeah, I think that was a good discussion, Jake. I'm I'm very pleased with your performance tonight. You did very well, A plus. <gasps> Thank you. So we're ve- oh god, Nick is. Go ahead. I can't. Is- <gasps> I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I just just reacted to you just what I'm reading. Your pants? I just reacted to what I'm reading. I'm sorry. I can't say it on Is the podcast. Is that Steel City? Yeah. Did they send it to us in yes. confidence? Yes. As a okay. matter of fact. Okay. Right. So, so apparently we have a secret that we need to keep for a week longer uh, or more. So. Right. Yeah. So this is something that's going on this coming week. Cool. So okay, great. We'll be yeah, able so to talk about it. We'll talk about um, later. Let's, uh, I don't know. Uh, Jake, any any final thoughts? Uh, did you have anything? Wild yeah, we didn't or even crazy talk about we didn't Vegas? even talk about Vegas, but talk about your craft beer in Vegas. No, we don't need to no, talk about the, um, we don't need to talk about the story. We've yeah, the Las story. Vegas, uh, it's it's a great it's a great city to visit. I think it's not a place that you frequent. Okay, um, you got to see it. You got to go once, you know, maybe a couple times in your life. But it's not anything to really go out of your way to go do. 
Um, unless you're, you know, on a, on a trip to the West coast and you have a few weeks or something and you want to see Vegas or whatever. I don't know. I, I have, I have many thoughts on it. I, it would, it would extend this podcast into the, uh, unlistenable range. So we're not going to do that. <laughs> it's I already, it's that. already kind of there. It's really it's not though. So we long. talked for a little bit before cause I hit record for a while. Um, all right, oh, Jake, not, oh, okay. there's, uh, there's quite a bit going on in the upcoming weeks. Uh, in Pittsburgh, we got a bunch of food truck stuff. We talked a bunch about them tonight. Um, I'm going to tag all the food trucks that we mentioned, like just just to be annoying. Let <laughs> um, us know. Come on the podcast. Bring yeah, the food. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> even if it's not your food, just bring like McDonald's or something. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> I would I would die if someone just bring a, me a just bring back. a sheet pizza. <laughs> A shitza, a shitza, some sh- <laughs> some shdogs, some dogs, some dogs, <laughs> some schmegels. Jake is the only person I've ever seen order hot dogs at sheets. Can we talk about that for Whoa. a second? Dude, no, two, no, no, no. That's a lot one, of people two for do. One hot dogs? You kidding me? Ew! Kidding like me? ew! Like deal. okay, I don't, I don't mind. Ho- actually, yeah. I mean, hot dogs are gross all the time, so I shouldn't I shouldn't be judging you. Right. All right. All right. Well. Cool. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll get into Jake's Vegas trip next week, or we'll we'll talk more about his uh, his very very good points about the craft beer industry. And yeah, gassing yourself up. Yeah. So um, really look forward to getting together again next week. Um, Game of Thrones has been awesome so far. Uh, the yeah. Pirates are still in first place. Some fucking how. Uh, R.I.P. The Penguin season. Uh, the the NFL I might get draft a weekend is off coming this up. The NFL draft is coming up next weekend. Uh, what else? What else? What Everyone else? pray else? for a quick recovery for me because I feel like I'm dying. Yeah, don't die. I'm gonna try. Anyway, um, yeah, we we're gonna catch you guys next week. All right, we're yeah. gonna end this. We're gonna end this abruptly. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why don't you go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us, theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week.